This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. Today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Dan and Scott versus the Benchwarmer team of Eid and myself, Josh. Uh, today's game will be hosted by three-time clipboard captain winner, Jake Manny. Welcome back to the bench, Jake. Why don't you take a minute to remind us about yourself? Thanks, Josh. Excited to be back. Excited to have no chance to lose tonight as I'm getting to host to keep my undefeated record going. Um, I live in between Madison and Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but I'm a transplant, so most all, all my sports team are Michigan teams, pretty much everybody but Michigan State. And sorry about Saturday. Yeah, Michigan football is never bad enough to get fired, but never good enough to make you happy. Would you say it's purgatory? It feels like it. I mean, I, I can only claim a little bit of Michigan State. I only went there for one year, but I still, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I was glad to see them win. I didn't watch the game, but I was glad to see yeah. that they won. But. Kirk Cousins go there, Josh? Uh, he did. <laughs> he did. Um, you don't want to hear my thoughts on that. That, that man. And it has nothing to do with his football play, but everybody else has heard it probably at least on Patreon. So we'll, we'll just move on from there. Um, but yes, you know what, everybody, you heard Dan's voice and I did say he was playing today. So uh, coming off the end of the bench, uh, Dan is making a return to uh, play a game with us today. Dan, how you doing? Been a while. I'm, uh, I'm having a good day. Actually, matter the last, last time I played um, was with Jake, Jake was, uh, Jake was in that game too. Um, and, uh, he somehow beat, uh, me and Scott and Marcus. I don't know how that, how that worked out, but, uh, I left at halftime and we were doing just fine when I left. So just, just saying, I'm just saying, um, I'm back just for tonight. This is a, this is one of those emeritus, uh, times that I'm back on the bench, but, uh, Back for tonight. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Let's let's let this thing roll. And Scott, you got our team name for us. I do. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. You know, anytime we get Dan back on, um, anytime we get to team up, I feel good about this because Jake's. I've been a part of all Jake's appearances, and he's always won. So I feel like he owes me. Like you're welcome for the wins. So you yeah, know, let's let's throw let's throw one back. And I've got Dan on my team, and I don't know if you guys know this, but Dan and Jake you know they they're chummy so i feel like we have an advantage going into it but i guess we'll see how it plays out um i hit a new low though today guys not actually not long before we started recording this podcast i and and it's one of those things where you say something and right after you realize what you said and you just you know you can't believe it i said to my girlfriend it's tuesday night i know you're watching the bachelorette and she forgot and i remembered that it was on tonight and now i'm 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 mortified did I even know that, that it's on Tuesday night? Um, and listen, people like what they like on TV. Some people on this recording love The mass Singer. Some people on this TV don't understand The mass Singer. You know who you are. But I also know, especially Ede, that he, he absolutely dis- has a disdain for The Bachelorette, as do I. Uh, I just don't understand those shows. And I'm honestly just horrified that I even knew when it was on. So... Let's uh, have a fun game here so that I can forget that I know that it exists. Um, TV or uh, TV shows are something that Dan and I have similar taste in, particularly How I Met Your Mother, um, which inspired our team name. 
um, which is perfect because we're both Marshall Erickson fans. Dan's uh, from Minnesota. So our team as is, is Marshall Erickson, as is Marshall Erickson. Uh, so our team name is Gopher Big Fudge. Very nice, guys. Very nice. I, I, I'm a fan as well of that show. So uh, kudos to you. Um, I'm doing all right. I, uh, I voted today uh, for we had a mayoral and school board uh, elections today. And it was the first time I got to actually partake in a uh, rank. What is it? Rank choice voting. Is that what it's called? Called that they're doing now? Yeah, at least for the city of St. Paul, that's what they were doing. So for mayor, you got I got to pick my top six choices of eight. So E, do you seem confused? Is, have you never I mean, heard I, of the ranked choice voting? I've never voted, so <laughs> okay. Well, um I won't get into it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, well, I voted. Not enough for both of us because oh, right. I, I can't vote twice, but um, you can vote six times apparently. Well, <laughs> I don't know, it was slim pickings towards the end. I still ranked all the way to six. You voted for slim pickings, nice. Well, well that would have been a better choice than a couple of the knuckleheads <laughs> on the bottom, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll move on for that. So, uh, Eid, how are you doing? And you can share what our team name is going to be. Um, so. Went trick-or-treating, and that was fun, right? Until I look at my kid, because my kid's candy's basically mine because he's not old enough. So it's, yeah. But then you look in there, and it's, like, all the same stuff. Like, every bag of candy that these people buy at the store is just, it's Milky Ways and Three Mexicans and a Whopper. And it's super annoying. So I only have one fun dip in the entire thing, which is horse whatever. Anyway, so, Scott, you had a new low. I had a new low today as a parent. Um I've pride myself on never being pissed on or get the bleep ready on throughout my five years as a parent. Um, today, I got both. Uh, did not realize there was a blowout situation. Got it all over my hand, almost puked. And got it all over the carpet. It was everywhere. I'm like, where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? So I'm like, all right, well, we're, he's had a doctor's appointment. So I'm like, well, let's go upstairs. I got a wash, threw him in the tub. Before I could get him in the tub, I'm running the water, warming it up. He's standing. He just learned how to stand. Super proud. So he's standing. All of a sudden, I feel something hitting my big toe. Kids peeing all over my foot. I'm just, <laughs> like, can't win with you today, dude. You're about to find a new house to live in. So, uh, but anyway. Two for two. Right? Literally. Um, <laughs> Is this where the team name's coming from? No. Well, it might be. A little bit. Um, so Josh didn't have a good weekend. I guess, Dan, you might be lumped in with that as well. Um, so I feel responsible because it was a backup quarterback that, you know, kind of pushed you guys over the edge. Um, so our team name today is going to be Zimmer needs to update his resume. Preach, preach. Agreed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm surprised it wasn't already needed by now, but, but he, he's uh, such I, a defensive genius. I don't. Oh, jeez. Oh, I hear this every week. If I could reach through and punch you in the nose. right I'm, now, This Scott, isn't I coming would. from me. I just, I hear you it. Know every what? Week. He, he, he was exposed at halftime of the, the playoff game against the saints when they needed the miracle to come back to win when they shouldn't have needed a miracle, but his defense was solved and it's been solved ever since uh i don't want to hear about the guru or genius of mike zimmer oh you mean cooper rush isn't going to sign like a huge contract in the offseason after he just passed for 300 yards well i don't know some team will probably do it i was going to say it's weird now because like the bills and the browns have qbs those are the teams that normally like would do something like that 
So I don't know who the, you think the Lions are going to do it. The Lions, man. Lions. It's the Scott Mitchell. It's Scott I was just going to say Scott Mitchell's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for giving me all heated. See, you're, Scott, you're trying to throw me off my game. I, am. I see what it's you're doing. Strategy. I see what you're doing. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, well, you know, with that, uh, since Dan's back here, let's kick it over to him for the rules. We'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see our today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right? Let's get this game underway. That was an amazing rules reading right there. I think I need a, a bump in salary. Mm. You're now <laughs> up to a nickel. Oh, I wasn't that good, but hey. A wooden nickel. <laughs> Fair. And with that, it is now time to turn the game over to Jake for hosting. Jake, the uh, game is yours. Thanks, Josh. Well, it's time for the coin flip, a 50-50 warm-up question worth 10 points. And Zimmer needs to update his resume while taking the coin flip, decided by a coin flip before the game. Michigan and Ohio State have played each other 116 times, beginning back in 1897. Michigan won the first game. Ohio State won the last game. Which team holds the longest win streak in this rivalry? I don't know if recency bias is making me think Ohio State. How, how, how much would you think? Well, I... I I don't think Michigan has beat them in quite a long stretch, hasn't it been? Has I mean, when's the last time they beat them? Um, early 2010s. And then before that? Early 2000s. So, but the problem is I have no idea when we get like into old timey before Ohio State was like a thing. So, so here, here's, here's my meta logic on this. Okay. He's a Michigan guy. He is. Why would he give us an Ohio State as an answer? He's 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 flexing on Ohio State is what he's doing. <laughs> he, he might be. That's where my my inclination would be to say is Michigan. And then if he's throwing us a banana in the tailpipe, then kudos to him. Right. So I'm going to say I would say Michigan. Yeah, let's let's check that in. One team's getting their points. The only team that answered it is Michigan. Michigan from 1901 to 1909. So they won nine games in a row. Ohio State's currently on an eight game win streak. Uh, Michigan still leads the overall series 58 to 51, which is crazy because what you guys were talking about, Ohio State has won 14 of the last 15. So basically, since I had a kid, it hasn't happened. <laughs> I feel like there's a shot this year. No, I wish <laughs> they can't stop them and I can't score with them. Oh, well, oh, at this well. point, it doesn't even matter how good Michigan is. They're just not going to beat Ohio State. All right. Heading into the first quarter, we have a score of Zimmer needs to upgrade his resume with 10 and go for Big Fudge with zero. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes, and Benchwarmer swag. 
You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmerstp. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. Question one. This recently retired two-time Olympic gold medalist, two-time World Cup champion, two-time FIFA player of the year, ranks second in international game appearances with 316 career games, and coached his team to five Big Ten championships from 95 to 2007, beating Heisman winner Tim Tebow in his last game as coach. Yeah, I, I think we got to go with that. We are checked in. Go for Big Fudge is checked in. Zimmer needs to update his resume. You guys can talk it out. Yeah, Eric, you've got this. It's, I mean, do I? Yeah, because Carly Lloyd just retired after playing a match in St. Paul like this last week. Okay. Like within the last week, she retired after, at the end of that match. Okay. Or the end of that friendly or whatever they're called. Beating you know? Heisman, yeah, I guess. And, I, it has, yeah. and it has to be Lloyd Carr then, right? I mean, he was Carly Lloyd Carr. That, Makes sense. All right. Check that in. All right. Go for Big Fudge. What was your guys' answer? I've been wanting to write this question for months now. And but I, I would have done it as uh, as Lloyd Carly Lloyd is I think is how I would have done it. But um, but yeah, we Scott sent it over. I said, yeah, that, that's that's it. <laughs> so Carly Lloyd Carr. Both teams are getting their points. It's Carly Lloyd Carr. Yep, Josh, you took it. That Carly Lloyd just retired this last week. Three hundred sixteen games is a long freaking time. She started in July of two thousand five. Had Michigan won a game by then against Ohio State? Is it? I, I can't talk about it. That's, okay. That was the that was the last year they won before it got bad, actually, because 2006 was when it all started. <laughs> Question two. This two-time NBA coach of the year with two different teams spent 17 years moving his way up through the San Antonio Spurs organization and all-time NBA and NCAA great who won the NCAA title and his first NBA title in back-to-back seasons. He was voted MVP of both championships. We're checked in. Zimmer needs to update his resume as checked in. Go for Big Fudge. What do you guys have for an answer? Not much. <laughs> no. So the second part, there aren't many people that have won an NTA title and then an NBA title in back-to-back seasons. No. This has to be. This isn't a recent thing. No. I mean, Bill, Bill Russell did it. Yeah, he definitely did it. Magic Johnson and he maybe I mean not only to win it but to be the MVP like there you know maybe there have been some people who've won it but to also be the MVP as a rookie yeah that it, it, that sounds like it's it's Bill Russell or it's Magic but I can't think of any coaches names that fit that unless it's Irvin okay so if if they came up to the the Spurs system it's going to be someone that coached with Pop right that's that's what I would think. And I know Brett Brown did, but he hasn't won coach either. Did Mike Budenholzer? Budenholzer, Irvin Johnson. Ooh, that might be our best. <laughs> because I'm trying to think. I don't know where Nick Nurse has only been the Raptors head coach, right? So he wouldn't. 
he couldn't have won it with two different teams. I think I think you're onto something with with Budenholzer. I think. I, he just seems like a Spurs guy. I think he's under the pop tree. That might be our best. Yeah, our best bet since I can't think of anything else. It's an answer that actually works. So, <laughs> which is better than anything else we're gonna have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I guess I say we probably should do it then. All right. All right. We're going to check in with Mike Budenholz, Irvin, Magic Johnson. All right. Zimmer needs to update his resume. What's your guys' answer? I'll, I'll let Eric take this, but I just wanted to say that when I was younger and drank a lot of uh, pop or soda, I would have loved a pop tree. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm from Minnesota. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, Josh had uh, Magic or Irvin Magic Johnson almost right away. I tried to go through coaches that won twice with different teams, D'Antoni, Thibodeau. Um, and then I asked Josh uh, where Jake lives or is from. He said Wisconsin. I'm like, there's that guy. Mike Budenholzer, and that works with Irvin Magic Johnson. So uh, we said Mike Budenholzer, Irvin Magic Johnson. Both teams will be receiving points. Budenholzer won with Atlanta and Milwaukee, and then Magic won this title with Michigan State in 79 and with the Lakers in 80, and that was a series he played center for a bunch of the series, too. Scott, we got we to gotta keep playing the uh, the – Where's he from game I, here? I, yeah. <laughs> well, I kept, I was thinking Pistons and I was like, Dan Van Gundy. No, that doesn't work. Yeah. All right. Question three, this current NFL offensive coordinator won the 2019 Broyles award in his only year coaching college football and set 36 passing records at Notre Dame before being drafted 22nd in 2007 and playing for five NFL teams over his seven year career. Uh, we're checked in. Go for Big Fudge. Just checked in. Zimmer needs to update his resume. You guys can talk it out. Well, what Notre Dame quarterback was drafted in 2007? Uh, Brady Quinn. Uh, okay. I kind of thought so. Joe Brady Quinn. All right. Checking in. All right. Go for Big Fudge. What was your guys' answer? Well, yeah, you know, it, there was a draft question in there during the 2000s, so that was cool. Thank you. And, yeah, Joe Brady had that crazy season with LSU when they – you know, set all those records. So that made sense. We also checked in with Joe Brady Quinn. Both teams will be receiving their points. Joe Brady probably should have been considered the guy who won that national championship since Ed Ogeron's already gone from that mess. You mean the Cajun Brady Hoke? The guy Cajun Brady Hoke. <laughs> all right. Question four. This four-time Indianapolis 500 winner is the only person to have a sibling and a child also win the Indy 500. And three-time Stanley Cup winning player is currently the head coach of CSKA Moscow. Love it. We'll check in. Go for Big Fudge is checked in. Zimmer needs to update his resume. You guys can talk it out. Pretty sure three-time, I'm assuming it's a Russian. Oh, then you're going to be right then because it's probably going to be Al Unser, right? I, I, you tell me, does he have siblings and a child that... Well, there was Al Unser Sr., then Al Unser Jr., and there very well could have been a sibling. Bill. Right. <laughs> Bill. But that works with Sergey, right? Al Unsergey Fedorov? Go for it. All right. We're going to check in with Al Unsergey Fedorov. All right. And go for Big Fudge. What was your guys' answer? 
there's really only two names in in racing that have that that pedigree and it's the Unzers and the Andretti's and Unser worked really well with Sergey Fedorov so we went with Al on Sergey Fedorov they work together they do <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah both for uh CSKA Moscow Al Unser's driving the Zamboni it's <laughs> <laughs> a good retirement gig <laughs> well both teams will be receiving their points Unser had two brothers that raced one one I think it was Jerry and Bobby and the, and one of his brothers won and then his son won and then Sergey Fedorov. Um, yeah. I just wanted to get him in here. Cause I like grew up in Michigan in the nineties when the Red Wings were good. And so, Oh, I didn't even, th- didn't even think of that logic on that question. I got to kick, <laughs> remind me of that. Uh, got to play the know your host game in this game. <laughs> We've got to. Yep. It's payback for the Minnesota adjacent game. That's all it is. It's just payback <laughs> for that one. <laughs> you won that game. I did. I did. It's true. It's true. All right. Well, after the first quarter, we have a score of go for big fudge with a hundred and Zimmer needs to update his resume with 110. Today's second quarter will be flop turn and river. Flop turn and river for this quarter. There will be three questions consisting of five clues. The first three clues will be given before the teams decide if they want to check in with their guests. The last two clues will be given one at a time, with teams deciding if they want to check in with their guests after each subsequent clue. If a correct answer is checked in after the first three clues, the team will receive 50 points. After the fourth clue, 30. And after the fifth clue, 20. Question one is, who am I? Clue one, youngest of nine children. Clue two, second overall pick in the 1981 draft. Clue three, coach one NTA school and two NBA teams. But I like the rest of it. Yeah, I think we can do it. Let's do it. I'm I'm almost positive that's where he went. Let's do it. All right, we'll check in. I go for Big Fudge is checked in. Zimmer needs to update his resume. Do you have an answer? Do you want another clue? Coach the Pacers. Coach the Knicks. Knicks. And I believe he was, uh, where was he in college? He coached a college team in Florida, Florida, Atlantic or Florida. One of those ones. One of those like FIU, I want to say maybe. In 81 sounds, that sounds like the right draft time for him, right? Yeah, no, it's definitely early 80s. And I know he went too. Yeah, go with it. All right, we're checking in. Oh with yeah, Isaiah. plus plus know your host. Yeah, know your Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> All right, Zimmer needs to update his resume. Is checked in with Isaiah Thomas. Go for Big Fudge. What was your answer? It didn't hit me. The uh, know your host again didn't hit me until after we checked in. But I was almost positive that Isaiah Thomas was the number two pick in the eighty-one draft. Um, the coaching worked. I have no idea if he was one of nine children, but. Uh, we figured two out of three is right, and two out of three ain't bad. Is that is that uh, right, Scott? That's what Mama says. Yep. So we also <laughs> went with Isaiah Thomas. Both teams will be receiving 50 points. Uh, clue four would have been Michael Jordan thanked him for giving Jordan the motivation he needed to compete in the NBA. And clue five would have been led the Pistons to back-to-back NBA titles. Quick sidebar. I think it might be time for my mom to get a shirt. So let's talk to Ace (laughs) 
um, you know, we don't want any sort of copyright infringement with, you know, Meatloaf and, and his merch. So we'll have to make it look a little different. But I think, think we might have to keep that in mind. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Jake. No, you're good, man. The college I went to in Chicago hosted the NBA pre-draft camp. So like all the rookies trying, all the guys wanting to get drafted. And so I worked at that gym. And so the week of the camp, all of the big executives come into the gym. And so we met Patrick Ewing. We met Jerry West. We met all these guys. It was the year Dwight Howard was going to get drafted. And when Isaiah Thomas showed up, he had someone else come in for him and made us let him in the back door because he thought he was that big of a deal. And we're like, dude, the freaking logo just walked in the front door. <laughs> and you need to be let in the back door. No one cares about you. And it was so disappointing as a Pistons fan that he was such a douche. If he hadn't done any coaching or executive work, right, he probably maybe would be that big of a deal, but he really tarnished his reputation. Yeah, it just went down from when you end at Florida International, it's it's kind of the, the end. Joke on him because I'm sure they had a terrible draft that year anyway. They didn't they probably. didn't take Dwight Dwight Howard. Right, right. All right. Question number two. What am I? Was opened in 1930, have hosted concerts, football, soccer, and hockey games and was designed as a smaller version of a rival's stadium. I mean, I'm fairly good with that if, you, if you're... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with that. All right, we're going to check in. I like your logic. Zimmer needs to update his resume, has checked in. Go for, big, go for big fudge. Do you guys have an answer? Would you like another clue? Or do you want to talk it out? We can talk it out. Um, yeah, the Silver Dome was not opened in 1930. Um, what about the Superdome? Again, not 1930. So it's hosted concerts, football, soccer, and hockey. Right. So it's obviously not the Joe anyway. So it's 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 going to be someplace that hosted a winter classic. Okay. That should help narrow it down. I can't imagine the big house is a smaller version of anything. <laughs> the bigger house. It's a smaller version of the bigger house. <laughs> oh, Azteca oh. Stadium in Mexico City. <laughs> right isn't it a smaller version of prison i mean it's called the big house but yeah no i'd agree with that obviously that so what else could it be i mean now, now are we leaning too hard into um, michigan michigan yeah i mean all we have to go off so far is the game we've been playing and that's right if this is the one time he changes it up then would it be working spartan with a... stadium it's probably not spartan stadium probably not I don't know. It's not going to be the horseshoe. Is Spartan Stadium a smaller version of the big house? I don't think so. It's smaller. It is. Yes. (laughs) But then just about every stadium. Right. Right. We're we're looking at every stadium. (laughs) Uh, We may need another clue. could, Could it be Notre Dame Stadium? Yeah, I suppose. Football, soccer, hockey. Yeah. I don't know. I think we probably need another clue i hate doing it we're down but i know yeah we probably should though to at least it might help us maybe get out of our heads if it is a different geographic area that we're not even yeah considering yeah all right let's let's do it clue four regis philbin had 50 yard line seats up until the time of his death r.i.p regis <laughs> i have no idea it's, who that's, regis no, it's, that's, that's, for. that's notre dame it, it is it's got to yeah. be notre dame stadium that, I mean, he also, he's a fan of that and the best burger in New York. That he couldn't ever find again. Right. Um, yeah, I'm good. That, let's do yeah, it then. I, I think it's got to be. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what he was. He was a Notre Dame fan. So that, that makes sense. All right. 
we'll go with Notre Dame Stadium for however many points less than we could have had it for. <laughs> Zimmer needs to update his resume. What was your guys' answer? Uh, we narrowed it. Uh, immediately you had to think of a college stadium that had a hockey game, and I know Michigan has, but that's, like you guys said, that's way too big. It's just not smaller than anything. Um, and then I vaguely remember it being said that Notre Dame Stadium was modeled or designed after the big house. So I know they had a winter classic. I think it was the Blackhawks in Boston, maybe. Um, so we went with Notre Dame Stadium. Both teams will be receiving points. Notre Dame Stadium. Uh, as a Michigan fan, I love that Notre Dame learned how to play football when they um, bust Michigan's coach down to teach them. And then 40 years later, made a mini version of our stadium. It makes me kind of happy. Um, fifth clue is going to be a mural of Jesus with upraised arms is viewable to the north side of the stadium. <laughs> That's a good giveaway clue. That's a good one. Yeah. G- yeah. Jesus doing the John Waldby. Right. Oh. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew the Regis thing because I got to go one time and I sat on the 50-yard line in the third row to a Michigan-Notre Dame game. And all of a sudden, like Regis walked down in front of us and like slept through two thirds of the game. <laughs> but it was also a game where a Michigan linebacker ran into Charlie Weiss and like busted up his knee. So he had to be in embrace the rest of the game. That was the only good thing that as a Michigan fan that day. It was the first year of the Rich Rod era. Ooh. I was going to say it wasn't Ooh. Lamar Woodley then. It was no. <laughs> Rich Rod and Charlie it. Weiss on opposite sides of the. Someone had to win that game. Not the glory days. It was a beauty. (laughs) How how did Charlie Weiss coach as long as he did without somebody ever telling him, hey, dude, just not those pants. Don't like them up there. (laughs) Just don't do that guy. Come on. Wear a coat, sport coat, something. Or or maybe you could have just stopped the question at how did he coach so long? Stop. Obviously, it wasn't his fashion choice. <laughs> I mean, he was a disciple of the, the guy that wears only the hoodie. So, well, Sure. And we found that basically no disciples uh, can succeed outside of being with him. Yep. He was an arthropod. He was an arthropod. He was in sections. His pants cut his body into two sections. <laughs> 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 arthropod uh, I don't know. Okay, it should be three sections of of that day. way but <laughs> that's i don't think uh my guess is that phrase will never be said again on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> unless charlie weiss comes up again maybe that'll be a charlie that's your clue that it's about charlie weiss <laughs> he was an charlie weiss man george gervin <laughs> awesome all right Question three, who am I? Won three Olympic gold medals and 10 world championship gold medals. Ran a goalie camp in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. And was drafted by the Montreal Canadiens in 1983. All right, well, they're, they're checked in. Why? Because Minnesota was mentioned and it's a, there's hockey in it that you just it's, assume it, we're immediately It's, it's a it? hockey draft question for Eric. Yeah, I assume. Uh, I don't know. 83? I don't know. Maybe, maybe his knowledge goes back that far. I should be able to get it from that. Though. Give me, give me some yeah. time. This is a place if you need to go. <laughs> when do you need answers? The question is, did he get, did he get his key card back from David? That's what I, that's what that's I got true. to know. David, David went in there, ran out. He switched it around. He redecorated. He changed the passcode. So I got to ask you something. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You can always go. Would he have done? Would he have been in Minnesota? The Mind Palace. God, I, 
Just take your headphones off if there's a fact you have forgotten. Because <laughs> when you put them back on, you will say that you've now got it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'm good with it if you're good with it, if you feel right. good. Yeah, uh, I'm, we're, we're going to check it. <laughs> <laughs> you can be honest. You are checking it. <laughs> we are, but you are. <laughs> All right, Zimmer needs to update his resume. It's checked in. Go for Big Fudge. You want to talk it out? I, I know who it is. I just don't know the the whole name. It's the 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 goalie from the uh, Canadians. Well, no, from the, <laughs> well, yes, but from the uh, the oh. Russian the Russian team, the Soviets in 1980. It sounds like maybe Vladislav or something. I just, yeah, well, I, just I just thought thought of that on my own. I was in there. <laughs> it. I, I've got to think about oh, from the movie. Um, Here's the thing: is if we don't get it from here, right? I'm not going to get it with any exactly. more clues. Yep, that's, it, that's who this guy is. <laughs> um, Unless his last clues it rhymes with, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's how many uh, syllables, Dan? Three. So it's a three syllable three. So wow, this guy's great. <laughs> you just don't um, see that very often. It's oh, something something ev. No, it's not. It's okay. This is fascinating to hear. Um, <laughs> um, it's something I, I might get there. Oh my gosh! Um, it's well, something. Josh, let's talk. Let's, let's let's distract Dan from everything. He's that he's there, he to <laughs> yeah, there he goes. Uh, Ladies cue, and gentlemen, uh, we've cue, got takeoff. <laughs> cue the mind palace music. Oh, uh, I've missed this and not David's version. That doesn't count. I've missed this. Well, David snuck in the back door. Come on. Yeah, he pulled an oh. Isaiah Thomas. He pulled an Isaiah Thomas in the Mind Palace. <laughs> the Isaiah Still Thomas, the Mind Palace. <laughs> Somebody just sing the Jefferson's theme. <laughs> think it's like Tretsiak. Tretsiak. That is three syllables. Let's do it. Vladimir Tretsiak. Unless that's just not, and that's the guy I'm thinking of. Unless this, that's not the guy at all, which would just be hilarious. But like if he wasn't the goalie. But no, yeah, let's, yeah. Yeah, let's do right. it. All right. What he said, Jake, that's what we're checking in with. All right. Zimmer needs to update his resume. What was your guys' answer? So, at least in the movie, this is her Brooks is quoted as saying, if you get the puck past him, you keep the puck. Uh, yeah. Or if you get one past him, you keep the puck. And I will protest this. So if you give him points, I will not be OK with it because it's Vladislav Tretiak. There is no S anywhere in his last name. He didn't say there was an it was a Z. OK, that was Z. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was actually doing it as like a the TIA makes that. Uh, oh, so, here we go. Whatever. Next time we're gonna spell it too. Give him his point. I came up with that last name. You got. I got to get something out of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, both teams are gonna get points. That was pretty uh, dang close, Dan. Yeah. Vladislav Tretiak. Apparently, this is horseshoes and hand grenades. <laughs> <laughs> so he started like his first Olympic gold was at twenty. 
and 83 was drafted by Canadians. Russia wouldn't let him come over, so he retired. And then just basically did goalie camps for the next however many years. Uh, the, the church I was working at up to a few years ago, our senior pastor went to his camps growing up. And like I said, he was as nuts as most goalies you'd expect to meet. Are. Just, goalies you know, are special. Way. They are. They are so a special breed. Yep. And so he also ran a goalie school in Montreal in the 90s where he um, trained Brodeur and Jose Theodore as well. I was in a roller hockey league. We were about two games away from the end of the season. We were right on the cusp of the playoffs and we've had a go- the same goalie the entire season. Then finally, he's like, I'm leaving. I'm going to go play for this other team in the league. And our last game of the year came against his team to go to the playoffs and we lost. <laughs> Goalies. <laughs> All right. Well, after yeah, the why, why Detroit Lakes? <laughs> it was somebody else. Why not? Invited him. Yeah. Okay. Totally. All right. Yep. Yep. Well, because I would think like War Road or oh, he, somebody probably War said, Road. hey, you want to do a camp in Detroit? And he's like, yeah. And he didn't finish. He didn't finish the sentence. <laughs> broke down. And, broke down in translation. <laughs> I was supposed to be in Detroit. No, this is it. This is this, this is it. You got a Walmart, and no, you have a Walmart. They you have, have a Walmart, a and you only got forty minutes till Fargo. I they, mean, no, Detroit the- Lakes has a wonderful water carnival. <laughs> oh, that run water by what the, the water carnival? It's their know. it's their summer celebration for the town. Um, Adam Thielen is from Detroit Lakes. Uh, That's there. You've got my Detroit Lakes knowledge. That's they also host Wii Fest. The Nintendo? No, the country music. music. (laughs) If it was was a bunch of people bowling, Wii bowling all weekend long. (laughs) The Japanese got tricked with translation too. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. After the second quarter, we have the score of Go for Big Fudge with 230, and Zimmer needs to update his resume with 260. And that brings us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. All right, halftime questions. Question one. Jason Sudeikis has represented both sides of the metaphysical war between good and evil on Saturday Night Live. In December 2011, Sudeikis appeared as Jesus to an NFL team and confirmed that he was the reason for all their fourth quarter comebacks, and specifically their quarterback's ability to play horrible all game and then pull off a clutch victory. What quarterback did Jesus appear to? All right, we're checked in. All right, Zimmer needs to update his resume. I've checked in. Go for Big Fudge. You guys can talk it out. I like your answer a lot yeah, better. I don't think he was actually on the show, but I think this is Tim Tebow. Yeah, that makes sense, especially with Jesus appearing to him. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. As opposed to, um, what's his name? The uh, Brian uh, Bo- Brian Bosworth appearing. <laughs> we had a question about that once. Blue Mountain State. Anyway, crickets. <laughs> we'll go with Tim Tebow. All right. Zimmer needs to update his resume. What was your guys' answer? Um, it was actually uh, Tim Tebow was played by, uh, I believe, Taryn Killam, uh, one of my favorite underrated okay. SNL characters. Um, but yeah, it was uh, Tim Tebow. Both teams will be receiving their points. This is one of my all time favorite Saturday Night Live skits, mainly because how well um, Taryn represents Tim Tebow's awkward homeschooler energy. <laughs> At one point yeah. when Jesus says, I can't help you this week, I kind of have a birthday. It's a big deal. 
He says, so read your playbook. And Tebow responds, the Bible, the Bible's my playbook. <laughs> and he's like, that's great. Can you read the actual playbook this week? Yeah. Shout I, uh, out to Taryn Killam, husband of Kobe Smolters. I uh, I don't think I've seen a more than an intro of uh, Saturday Night Live this uh, this millennium. So it's really, worth watching. It's I watched Sudeikis as the devil from this last weekend, Josh. He did that from on the from the one he was just on. Yeah, I, I did a, record he, that one because my wife yeah. is a fan of uh, Brandy Carlisle, so mm-hmm. we recorded yeah. it. And I like Jason Sudeikis, so. Yeah. I'll, I'll give that one a watch. That'll be yeah. my first of this millennium. I haven't watched the whole episode, but I watched his weekend update thing, and it was great. All right. So, when you, if you if you look at it now, the cast now, it gives you more of of an appreciation for back when like Sudeikis and them were on it. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like you, you, you're like, wow, Taron Kilm was a treasure, but at right? the time you didn't. <laughs> at the time you didn't realize you know, it. In the words of what was it? Uh, oh, geez, Warrant. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Is that Warrant? I don't even know if it is or not. No, that's is that bad English? Is that Cinderella? Yes, yes, it was. I hey, hey, I knew something. Had nothing to do with sports, <laughs> but I knew something. Woo. All right, question two: Which actor played starting quarterback Jamie O'Hara in the nineteen ninety three movie Rudy? I don't know much of anything about it other than I'm pretty sure. Sh- other than I, I enjoy that movie and I know you don't. So um, <laughs> we're going to check in. All right. Zimmer needs to update his resume has checked in. Go for big fudge. You guys can talk it out. I think it's Vince Vaughn. He I was in see, it. I could see that being misspelled. And that would be the position he'd play. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was, he was, he was, he was all city, all state. He'll light it up. You know, that's what he said. at wedding crashers on the, on the lawn. So yeah, he's definitely a QB. <laughs> I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's who it was. Cool. We're checked in yeah, with, we'll uh, check with that. the funny man, Vince Vaughn. All right. Zimmer needs to update his resume. What was your guys' answer? Yeah, we went with Vince Vaughn as well. Both teams will be receiving their points. Vaughn complained that they had a real quarterback throw the ball when filming, saying that he was actually capable of doing so. He's all city, all state, man. All right. There it is. I went back and looked at like the screenshot of his face. I'm like, I can't, that doesn't look like Vince Vaughn to me at all. Like he was so young. It doesn't look like the same human being. He'll put the ball wherever he wants. Let me get rain out here. (laughs) Question three. When Danny O'Shea's little giants are about to give up preparing for the big game against Kevin O'Shea's peewee Cowboys, John Madden happens to get lost in town on his bus. Madden and four NFL players teach the kids about football and inspire them to believe they can win. Name any one of the four NFL players. We can check in. Good, because I was no help at all for this whole halftime. Oof. All right, Zimmer needs to update his resume. Has checked in. Go for big fudge. You guys can talk it out. In a while. The the only th- yeah the only relevance I have to Little Giants now is you know, Icebox. She grew up. She grew up. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah, um, she did. Yeah. I'm thinking- for her. I'm thinking maybe, uh, hopefully, at least one is a QB, and that will maybe get us in a certain area because you're looking at early 90s, so you're looking at like a Steve Young or a Dan Marino. I don't think it's Marino. I don't know if they would have gotten uh, someone that big. I mean, they got John Madden. That's pretty big. That's that's true. Maybe Madden brought some Raiders with him. All right. Which was a Raider from the early 90s. I don't think he brought, you know, Bo Jackson. Who's the, who's the guy that Matt uses all the time? Oh, uh, the crazy, no, the crazy dude. Romanowski? Um, no, 
damn it. It's not from the same time frame. That's the only reason I'm saying. Oh, this. oh all right. Is it Lyle? Uh, Lyle Zedo. Yes, Zedo. That, that crazy. <laughs> they wouldn't have let Lyle Zedo <laughs> near kids. He's not allowed children. Yeah, he's not allowed to be near children at all. <laughs> or, Rick movie. Movie. or Rick Moranis. Or Rick Moranis. Yeah. Or... Oh, Howie Long. So... How about Howie Long? This is well, maybe Howie Long. He that seems like be. the kind of guy that would do that. This is ninety-four. Is that? Yeah, like wow, yeah, ninety three, ninety four, right? I mean, that's why I, I don't think probably not Troy Aikman. No, uh, Emmett maybe, maybe, maybe. Howie Long's though he's a Raider, and we were going that. With... Yeah, I I mean, and he just he's uh, you know seems like the kind of guy that would do that. Yeah, if he was trying to make a name for himself in acting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's fine. Let's do let's do Howie Long. All right, we're gonna check in with Howie Long. Zimmer needs to update his resume. What was your guys' answer? So this was a this these was a four four guys. It's a it's a who's who of NFL talent. You have Steve Etman. <laughs> no, it gets better from that. And then you got Emmett Smith, Bruce Smith, and Tim Brown. So I don't know, pick which one you want out of that, Josh. Wrong Raider. Yeah, we had the wrong Raider. We'll go with Emmett Smith. One team will be getting their points. Yep, those were the four players. This was like this is one of those movies that I love, and I've made my kids watch it. It gets like a 36 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> but it's so good. So good. And uh station of Puerto Rico. Come on. And as Scott said, she grew Icebox. up. Icebox grew up. <laughs> she is not a tomboy anymore. She is not. She's doing stuff with boys, but not. <laughs> After halftime, we have a score of go for big fudge with 280 and Zimmer needs to update his resume with 335. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Question one. This Indiana Hoosier quarterback is a two-time Pro Bowler, one-time Super Bowl champion, and is one of 13 players with a 99-yard touchdown pass. I, I like that. I, I yeah. like that. I think that's it. I think so, too. Uh, yeah. Jake, we're, we're checked in. Okay. Zimmer needs to update his resume. You guys can talk it out. Super Bowl champion. Right. One time. I can't think of anybody who went to Indiana that won a Super Bowl. So maybe not as a starter. Mm, may, maybe. I mean, if you go back, 
I don't want to be the guy that lists every quarterback. You guys got one minute left. I mean, there's Foles did not go to Indiana. Flacco, no. I mean, you, you could just keep going back to these one-time guys. Brad Johnson, no. Trent Dilfer, no. So then who are some of the backups? For oh, I geez. mean, that, that would have played, like, who, who were starters and then maybe became backups? Went to Indiana? Is there anybody that went to Indiana? Does Indiana have a football team? They, they do. I doubt it. Um, quarterbacks who've made it into the league? One of 13, 13 players have done this, right? Is that what we're saying? What it says. Jim Plunkett didn't go to Indiana, did he? No, he, no, went, to he went to Stanford. Um, and that's four minutes, guys. Yeah. I what do you what do you got? Give me an eight. I I I honestly I the only the only Indiana quarterback that I can even think of is what Antoine Randall L. Didn't he go there? But he I don't did. Think, but he didn't. I don't remember him being a. Oh, 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 oh. Where did Trent Green? Trent Green. Trent Green. It's Trent Green. Wow. So much for the timer. We were wrapping it up organically. Trent I was Green pronouncing... won a Super Bowl? It was all part of a football motion. All right. So yes. who was Trent it Green? Was, it really was. For? I was compl- uh, Warner. Oh, oh, yeah. Are you guys going to. That's Chuck. Yeah. In? No, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. Sorry. All right. Go for Big Fudge. What was your guys' answer? Trent Green. Before time ran out. Trent Green's preseason knee injury is the reason we know who Court Kurt Warner is. That's mm-hmm. the reason they made a movie. Right. Oh, <laughs> the movie, we, the big movie coming out. We can thank Trent Green for that. Question two. This Southern Mississippi outside linebacker was drafted into the 2013 NFL draft and has had three stints with his current team, the New England Patriots. Positive? I know he's had three stints. If if you're if you're certain on that, go ahead. All right, we're we're checked in. All right, go for Big Fudge's checked in. Zimmer needs to update his resume. You guys can talk it out. Name your pet, uh, Patriot linebackers. I don't know if I can tell you who's currently on it. I don't, I don't pay attention to the Patriots right now. Oh, you only watch bad football. I get it. All right. That's I'm why. Sure no, he, doesn't, he said he doesn't watch the Patriots. <laughs> oh, really? Playoff push. They just <laughs> shocked the world. I don't even know who they beat. They just beat somebody. The Chargers, I think. Oh, right? something like that. Um, only person I, mean, I can know a, that keeps a 2013 keeps... NFL draft. Why aren't you all over this? I am. I'm just, it's 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 trying to think if he's he did leave once, twice, I guess three times. He's is he back there now? Who? It's Jamie Collins. Okay, I don't know. Sure. I mean, how many Southern Miss linebackers are? playing for the Patriots right now. Um, you could probably ask how many are I in the NFL right now. I got five of them on the Patriots alone. Jamie Collins has to be it. Then there we go. Let's go with it. All right. Go for Big Fudge. What was your guys' answer? The only person I could think of that had three stints there, because I know he just went back like last week, is Jamie Collins. So we checked in with Jamie Collins. He is back there. All right. Yeah. Both teams will be getting points. Collins played for the Browns for three seasons, went back to the Patriots for one, and then followed Matt Patricia to Detroit for two seasons, like all smart people do. And he works with back. Matt Patricia? He must work with Matt <laughs> Patricia. <laughs> Under him? That is called a callback. <laughs> all right, question three. This second baseman is a one-time MVP and a five-time All-Star and is also the only second baseman to have 100 or more RBIs in six consecutive seasons. We're going to check in. Zimmer needs to update his resume as checked in. Go for Big Fudge. You guys can talk it out. 
not too many second basemen have won MVPs. So no, no, we've said a few of them. I mean, not Pedroia, not a hundred would be six years in a row. Absolutely no. not. I mean, I, I, I guess Ryan, Ryan Sandberg could have done it. Um, yeah, but five all-stars, right? Like, I mean, he was a pretty much a perennial all-star, I think, for a decade. Yeah, I mean, again, MVP the, second baseman. That's not a long list. Jeff Kent. Jeff Kent. I really like that because five all-stars sounds better for him. That sounds reasonable. Yeah. hundred RB. I mean, six years in a row. That's, he was really hot for a while. I, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember if, if all six would have been with Sam Frank because he jumped around, right? He was he was Indians, Giants, Dodgers, Mets. He jumped around. But yeah, I, I think he I, I could have done anything it. Better. I don't. I, I think, I think I like you're Kent. right about Ryan Sandberg. He's he was too many. I, th- I, I like Kent better than Sandberg, and I don't know that we can think of anyone else who might even fit the criteria. So not not El Tuve. No, no MVPs for him. No MVP for Chase Otley. All right. Yeah, let's do let's do Jeff Kent. All right. All right. Zimmer needs to update his resume. What was your guys' answer? Uh, yeah, we had tried to come up with a list of, you know, second baseman. And first one popped in my head was Rod Crew, but he never I, he maybe had one season over 100 RBIs. He certainly wasn't going to have that many consecutive with that many. And then Eric sent over Kent. And then as soon as he did, it's like, I can't think of anyone else who would fit that criteria. You know, he had that like stretch where he was, you know, perennial all-star there during, I'm guessing five of those six years, he had a hundred RBIs. So we also said Jeff Kent. Both teams will be receiving points. The answer is Jeff Kent. So the theme league's answers thus far are Trent Green, Jamie Collins, and Jeff Kent. Question four, this back-to-back Big 12 Coach of the Year led his former team to the Elite Eight in 2018 and the National Championship game in 2019 and is about to start his first season at a new school in the same state. We're checked in. Okay, Zimmer needs to update his resume as checked in. Go for Big Fudge. You guys can talk it out. Oh, why can't I think of this guy's name? It's got to be the, the Texas Tech, the Texas Tech coach. Yeah, now he led his former team to the elite eight in 2018 and the national Championship. that's texas oh, he's not tech. there anymore oh he's no start- it's it's he's in texas now um but i i just can't think of the guy's name i'm seeing him on the sideline chris, the national championship chris 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 beard chris beard yes okay yep now i see him that's it all right zimmer new stuff to his resume what was your guys's answer um yeah we kind of were in that same spot of trying to to recall and right when i was just like as I was getting to the Texas Tech and typing that in, um, uh, Eric had sent over Beard, which Chris Beard was the Texas Tech coach. So that's what we checked in with as well. Both teams will be receiving points. And you guys named it. He's replacing Shaka Smart at Texas this, this season. I, I like when a last name is something that you also have, you know? I like that. <laughs> it's like, like Eddie Money, right? Like, I don't know what that's called, but I'm sure someone will put it on the bench. Yeah. Is there a Jim Chlamydia out there? Probably. <laughs> oh. no, just Andy Dick. <laughs> the theme linked answers thus far are Trent Green, Jamie Collins, Jeff Kent, and Chris Beard. Question five. This person was a hands-on owner of an MLB team from 1976 to 2007. He also gets credit for being a man- manager for a single game when he sent his actual manager on a 10-day scouting trip in May of 97. After managing that one game, the National League president and commissioner of baseball ordered him to step down. While he was the owner, the team won a single World Series. We'll check in. Go for Big Fudge is checked in. Zimmer needs to update his resume. You guys can talk it out. 
I mean, I, I don't know about that coaching, managing a game, but uh, good for him if right he did, though. Frame, I think for for Ted Turner, right? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like something he would do, right? Like, oh no, definitely. It's just funny. Like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna manage my own team right now. Like, you yeah. you going to scout? I need you to go scout. I'm gonna manage. People, what are we gonna do for a coach? I got this covered. All right, so we're <laughs> gonna check in. We're gonna check in with that. Yeah. Let's and do it. We're gonna check in with Ted Turner. Okay, go for Big Fudge. What was your guys' answer? It, it all worked out. The uh, owning the team, and uh, it just seems like something that he would have done. <laughs> actually, um, was yeah. But we went with we went with Ted Turner. It works out that the the team winning the one World Series would work out with that. Both teams will be receiving their points. It was in his second year owning the team, and like. The reason that the commissioner was like, yeah, you can't own the team and be vested in like them winning and losing. Like, that's not okay. <laughs> and he tried to appeal it. Is anyone going to tell Jerry Jones that for the NFL? Hey. <laughs> Seriously. I agree, but hey. <laughs> you feel personally attacked with that? I do. One? I do. Just a little bit. <laughs> Six and one, damn it. You sort of earned the last one. Sort of, sort of, sort of. <laughs> we sh- they showed up. That's all that it took. It's all they had to do. That's all they had to do. So the theme league answers are Trent Green, Jamie Collins, Jeff Kent, Chris Beard, and Ted Turner. Zimmer needs to update his resume. Submitted a theme league guest after the third round. Okay, you guys um, can talk it out. I'm. Damn it! After Ted Turner came up, I- I've never seen this show. Scott's never seen this show. I only know you know, little pop culture things from here and there, but there is a Kent in there. So I think this is probably characters from, or things that have to do with Ted Lasso. Especially considering they, they checked in after three would lead me to believe that it is. So, yeah. Yeah. I wish I would have seen it. I may have gotten it before then, but. Both teams will be receiving points. It is Ted Lasso characters. Trent Krim is a writer for the independent Jamie Tart and Roy Kent both play on the team and coach beard and Ted Lasso are the coaches for the team. After the third quarter, we have a score of Go for Big Fudge with 430, and Zimmer needs to update his resume with 535. That brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. So the categories for today are as follows. Talladega Knights, Kicking and Screaming, Old School, and Step Brothers. Talladega Knights is auto racing. Kicking and Screaming is NFL records. Old School is rivalries. And Step Brothers is NCAA football. It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one. Lewis Hamilton has dominated Formula One as the champion driver six out of the last seven years, including four in a row. At the time of this recording, he is in second place and may lose out on the top spot. Who is the driver currently in first place? No, I actually know this one. Oh, all right. It's, um, uh, who's that guy? Are you wanting me to actually say it to you? I don't care. We can check in. (laughs) All right. Go for Big Fudge is checked in. Zimmer, he's stuffed at his resume. You guys can talk it out. I didn't know that he was back in first place. Who, Benny Mardonis? No, no he's dead. Max Verstappen. Oh. 
he's the only one it could possibly be to get back ahead of um, Hamilton. Oh, I was thinking about that other guy. So I guess we'll we'll check in with uh, Max Verstappen for zero points. Okay, go for Big Fudge. What was your answer? We also said Max Verstappen, but for one hundred points. Ah. I would have known as Formula One. I said Danica Patrick for zero points. Yeah. Both teams are correct, and one team will be getting their points. It is Max Verstappen. I've hated racing my whole life, and then I watched the Netflix documentary on Formula One, and I'm like, okay, now I want to watch this. That's the only reason I got into it, (laughs) because uh, my my stepson actually wanted to watch the the documentary. He loves documentaries, so we watched it, and I've been... Uh, I, I haven't seen, I haven't paid attention to the last couple of races. I'm a little behind, but uh, what streaming service on? do you need to watch that? That's a good ESPN. question. Uh, yeah, I suppose. If it's on ESPN two. If it's on day, if it's in the morning, if it's in the afternoon, they put it on ABC. I don't, I don't know what streaming uh, Xfinity cable, Xfinity yeah. stream. That's how I can watch it. Uh, I didn't cut the cord and I have a bunch of services. So, you know who's paying like three or two hundred dollars for their stuff. This guy. The score after the first question has gotten a little closer. Go for Big Fudge with five hundred and thirty. Zimmer needs to update his resume with five thirty-five. Question two: The Detroit Lions have twice lost games on record-long field goals. The most recent was a sixty-six-yard field goal by the Ravens' Justin Tucker in week, week three of this current season. Who kicked the sixty-three-yard field goal in nineteen seventy to beat them? Yeah, we're so going to check in. We're, we're going to check in, too, actually. <laughs> right. Well, both teams have checked in. Zimmer needs to update his resume. What was your answer? Um, he just he passed away not long ago. Um, it's the man with, I think, half a foot or three quarters of a foot or missing his toes. Or I think he was cheating. I think it was, he did that on purpose just so he could kick longer. Um, but we said Tom Dempsey. <laughs> how many points? 100. And go for Big Fudge. What was your guys' answer? Um, he had one and a half feet, actually. <laughs> um, Tom Dempsey. He he was known for kicking the long field goal back then because he had the half foot and he had like a steel toe boot <laughs> that he was kicking with. They had to move the they moved the goalposts back because of him. They made rules about kicking shoes because of him. So it has to be him for one hundred. All right, both teams will be receiving points. It was Tom Dempsey. He was born with no fingers on his right hand and no toes on his right foot. And that shoe is still at the Hall of Fame. Um, it took, goodness, 43 years before that record to get beaten again. Five people had tied it in, in that time. It's, it's, it's funny. Half a foot, kick really far. No fingers, not a quarterback. <laughs> or not even nine fingers, right, Russell Wilson? Oh, Geno Smith's taking that job. Listen, I'm just pissed because I try. I was just about to buy Seahawks Rams tickets, and I was like, "Nope, not watching Geno Smith. Never." Coincidentally, I have Vikings Rams tickets. So nice. Yeah, but mine's here, not in Minnesota. Not in the, not in the sand crawler. I, I would honestly, in my life, I never thought I'd go to Minnesota until I heard about these water carnivals. And now <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued. Uh, if you want to come spend the summer here, we can go to a. There are a lot of city festivals that are called water carnivals. Uh, awesome. Minneapolis has the Aquatennial for crying out loud. 
All right, after question two, the score is go for Big Fudge with 630. Zimmer needs to update his resume with 635. Question three, the Bears and Packers have played each other 203 times. Prior to Brett Favre's first start with the Packers, the Packers' record in the series was 57, 80, and 6. What is the Packers' winning percentage since then with a 5% margin of error? Uh, we'll check in. Go for Big Fudge just checked in. Zimmer needs stuff to his resume. You guys can talk it out. Let's see. Bar- ballparks, what, 42 and 20, I would say, would be the Packers' record. So what would that winner winning percentage be? What do you say, 42 to 20? Yeah, say the Packers' record is like 42 wins, 20 losses. That's a little over two out of three, you know, 67-ish, okay. 68%. Um, you want to go with that? I mean, that's what I would think. Uh, I think it might be a little higher than that. Don't you think they probably want – I don't know if hmm. – I would say we have 5%. I would say 67 and just leave it. Let me do one more thing in math real quick here. 67 will get a 73 and from 73 to – 62, which I think is a big enough. I think it's going to be higher than 70. Like Really? Yeah. I They've... Uh, how's our time, Jake? We got a timer on this one, but we got to be pretty damn close. <laughs> I, I think we're over. Let's, let's honestly, I said 67 has got to be safe. If it's over 70, it's not by much. I don't know. It could be as much as 75. Uh, I'll I'll go to sixty eight. The most is, is... <laughs> you guys, so you think it could be as low as sixty three? Right. Yeah. You think you think they've only beaten them sixty three percent of the time? It wasn't that bad in as bad as it is now in like the nineties and the two thousands. Oh, it was pretty bad. It was, but it wasn't as bad. You didn't answer, guys. Sixty eight, Josh. Is, I, that's that's all I'm going. All right, if I can't get you going higher, then I guess we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> this is great. All right, for how many points? A 100. Okay. Go for Big Fudge, your answer in wager. This could be interesting, Scott. Um, I know. I remember very recently, within the last year or two, the Packers got their 100th win against the Bears. Um which is going to put it very close to 75%. So we said 75% for 100. The current record is 102, 95, and 6. The Packers have gone 45 and 15, exactly 75%. One team is getting their points. Woo! The, he did the math. It just didn't take him 10 years. He did the math. Ah. Thought it was you could have been in the 70s. And yeah, 75? It doesn't surprise me. Oh my god, the Bears have been that bad for most of that stretch. Yeah, the one stretch in the early to mid 2000s and that was about it. Yeah. I I don't know if I would have gone to 75, but 70 would have gotten us points. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I just didn't think it was I thought it'd be like 65, 67. Well, if you thought it could have been 65, 67, we could have gone 70. Yeah, I'm just whatever. I hate math. Right. <laughs> Shouldn't have let you talk me out of lower than 70. Anyway. Oh, well. Do 68. It's the highest I can go. <laughs> really, honestly, I thought there was a chance. <laughs> After the third question, there's been a score change or a leader change. Go for Big Fudge and now has 730. 
Zimmer needs to update his resume with 635. So it all comes down to the last question. Question four. We started the game with the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry, and we're going to end with it as well. Who is the only Ohio State coach to lose to Michigan in the past 17 years? We can check in. Zimmer needs to update his resume is checked in. Go yes. for big fudge. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Talk it out. It's the guy. Oh. It's the guy at Cincinnati. He was there. He was the interim coach between Trussell and Meyer. I don't know if I know the, the name. I mean, I, I know the name, but I don't know if I'm going to pull it. I was just reading something about them the other day because I really like Desmond Ritter and his background and everything. I can, about a minute left. I can it see it sounds his face. like you know. Oh, oh no, no. It's I don't know his name. It it sounds like it sounds sounds like Ray Finkel though, from Finkel. Okay, from the from um. Okay, Ventura. so Jay Hinkle Einhorn. Jay Hinkle. Is no, on. no, I think it I think it starts I think it does start with an F. I think you're right. I I thought it's it like, like Farrell or it's like that. I I don't know though. Farrell. Um, it's not Finkel, but it's something close to it. But I So how close to it? Like I think it does I, start I, with I, an F, right? So close enough that it made me think of Ray Finkel. I, but I do I do think it starts enough that, with an F. So that starts with an F. I don't know. Funkel. Oh. I was going to say tinkle, but it doesn't start with. You're right, right. Like, <laughs> is there like a silent S in there somehow? That's there might be. <laughs> no, it's a Z. A oh, Z. A Z. That's five minutes, uh, guys. It's five minutes, buddy. I don't. Hey, right, we get it. extra time. They got extra time. We're wrapping it up. Right, um, so do we organically? Go with like, organic. This is, a, this is a football move we're making here. <laughs> um, All right. So we go Finkel, uh, Funkel, Fickle, Fickle. That's Fickles. it. It's Fickle. It's fickle. Is it? Yes. Yes. That's it. I mean, I'm going to believe you, but uh, all right. Checking in fickle. How many points? For 100. What's the guy's first name? I've never heard. I don't. Zimmerney stuffed at his resume. What was your guys' answer? Protest. Oh, it must be right. There was a timer, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it didn't it didn't work before, right? But now it does. All right. Yeah, cool. You need the full name, right? Right. Yeah. This you one, need you the first name. name. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, Luke Fickle. Luke. Oh, maybe I've we get bonus that. points. We get an extra 100 points for that. Right? <laughs> for the first name. We get, we get five. We get five <laughs> percentage five points. Bonus points. For no, me. we don't want bonus <laughs> points. We have five percentage points from the on, added to our previous questions. <sighs> Yikes. Both teams are correct and will be receiving points. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Zimmer needs to update his resume, finishes with 735 points. And our clipboard captains of the game, who are receiving the coveted Becky the Icebox O'Shea Award, are go for Big Fudge with 830 points. She grew up. Uh, she, this is my favorite clipboard captain <laughs> award. I wouldn't call her a captain. Has she made a movie called Icebox yet? No? Maybe soon? <laughs> This <laughs> is called my icebox, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's it's she plays um, uh, what's <laughs> for my, uh, Mr. Freeze. She plays Mrs. Freeze. <laughs> it's a Batman spinoff. Oh, well, it's a good game, guys. Anything you'd like to say before we call it a night? So glad I edit the fourth quarter. This is all staying in. <laughs> Jake, thank you for hosting. Um, <laughs> yeah. Really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, um, hosting a game. Um, yeah. 
thanks for joining well, us again. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's the first time I've written a game, and it played a lot easier than I expected it to. I know you, you guys know are like studly players, but no, you know what? Getting answers right is okay. We don't mind yeah. that. It makes us feel yeah. good. So, yeah. and I wouldn't necessarily say they were all easy. Remember, sure. you have Dan and Eric playing. Right. Right. The, it, you you would have to write a very difficult game for them to not get a lot of answers right. So don't yeah. don't try to chase that. I think we've all tried to chase that at times, and then we outkick every other yes. bench warmer <laughs> where we just sit there and go, sure. ooh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm going back to the end of the bench for a while. Oh, you're I'm taking buying. your win and going to the end of the bench. I'm tired. <laughs> and I'm tired. I'm buying an abacus. <laughs> All right. Next time uh, we're teamed up, Eric, and there's any kind of percentage or math question, I will advocate harder for. Oh, you know what? No, we actually won. I, if, I forgot. We wagered 100 points on the auto racing question. And I apologize. I apologize. You typed it wrong. It was 100. Yeah, I did. It was 0, 100. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, was, uh, my mistake. If you look at what I wrote down, I, it's it's there. If you want me to mail it to you, it's here. And if I would have known that was going to be current Formula I, One. I, I spent, okay, so I spent an entire afternoon sitting on a couch watching numerous college football games with Jake just a couple, just a week ago. And we were talking specifically about Cincinnati and I'm assuming you had written this question before that. So you're, so you're saying out. this is rigged. No, he, no, because wow. the name never collusion, came up. The collusion never came up. We were, we were watching the Ohio state game. We were watching, we were talking about the Cincinnati and that name never came oh, up. Oh no. Protest. He's like, he's like yeah. Look I that spent up. most, Look up that I spent yeah, I spent most of the weekend when we were talking about sports and massive anxiety about all the fun things I had learned that I couldn't say to you. Yeah, except you probably said, you probably used the word fickle about 45 times in one sentence. This game's real fickle. Yeah, I'm really fickle. About he did. He, he, he talked about how fickle the game was and, and, yep. and he yep. winked at me every time he said it. It was weird. Uh, Listen, look at Adam Sandler. I'll take the win. I'll take the win any way I can get. Um, that's I'm fickle I was, right now. I was happy to get team with Dan. Um, Jake, that was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for for hosting it and for writing it. It's we know how how time consuming it is to write games, and it's not just writing it. You got to check your research and then double check it. So we we understand how much goes into it. So we appreciate you setting a time, setting aside the time to do that. Um, and then also just all your support. I mean, you're one what one appearance away from the five timers club and you know we really like having you on and, and your support so thank you i would like to yeah, challenge jake um to a game i have to end yeah. his, his undefeated record knock it out you can have anybody you want you can have three people <laughs> and we'll and i'll have matt <laughs> Well, you might need Matt because somebody who writes that might uh, end up throwing a lot of old timey baseball and stuff at you, Mr. Yeah, that's why I said that's, that's, that's why I wanted <laughs> Matt. Matt. <laughs> timey women's baseball. I need Matt. I need Matt and Mason, and then we're good. <laughs> that's awesome. Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, and until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. I'm going to go stare at my Pat Summit poster on the wall and do some lines.
Ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.